Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? All right, should we start it up? Let's start it up. All right, welcome to the show. Oh, I have a ghost in my bottom. <laughs> Sounds disgusting. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. I am Ben Kinsel. That's Marcus Parks. This guy, he's over there in uh, Los Angeles. That's, yes. you, that's you, Henry. Yes, you're right. <laughs> um, I uh, haven't taken my shit yet today. Mm. You know what? It, and you know what, what? it kind of feels like is it feels like. Like I've got a, a hive of bees in the back of a car. Yeah. And I'm driving and I hear like a like in the back and I'm just being like, I hope I don't hit any speed humps. Mm. Any speed humps so that I don't disturb this hive of bees back yeah. there, which is what I'm kind of doing right now. I'm for hoping that I don't express too much emotion or energy right. and then shit my pants. Well, I do like <laughs> that you call them speed humps. Yeah, I always feel like uh, when you, when you got to go, it's always the feeling of like the in-laws are coming over <laughs> and, uh, you know, and the house isn't quite clean enough. Uh, I had a dream that I was kept in a dog cage last night. Really? By a... Uh, by a, a little African boy and an older woman. They were like serial killers. There were serial killer huh. teams, but they were lovers. They were like, it was very strange. It wasn't like a little boy. It was just a young kid and like an older woman. And then finally I tricked them and I got the key and I got out of the, uh, I got out of the dog cage in order to escape from like the shed I was in. I had to break the old woman's arm. <laughs> well, that makes sense. They did have you captive. So you are the hero here. Mm-hmm. Technically. Yes. Um, all right. So we've been going all across the country and the world. World doing live shows, and this week's episode is uh, the live show that we did in Chicago. Absolutely, yeah. We're, what we're doing with our new live show is uh, we're going to be uh, going and touring a single show for about a month uh, in cities all across the United States, and then at the end of the month, we get to release some of the best ones uh, for you, the listener. And our live show is mm-hmm. uh, both more like an episode, but it's also still really visual. So there are some things that are cut out. There's some things that you have to go to the live show to see. Uh, but this is the majority of our live show from Chicago. And uh, because like, this was the live show from Chicago, if you are listening to this in your car, your car will begin to smell like alcohol. <laughs> so if you are pulled over, just tell the officer that is the crowd from the live show projecting its energy into your Nissan. 
I would say of all of the shows and all the places we've been with, I think Chicago was the drunkest. Yes, place. which is really remarkable for us to say. We went to <laughs> Glasgow. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chicago's drunker than Scotland. They don't have fluoride in the water, and the bars were full at 10, and no TVs were on. And, None. Re- and remember, if you want to come and see us, we got shows coming up in uh, Ithaca, New York, uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, and San Francisco, California. All of those tickets are available on CaveComedyRadio.com. Slash live. And, and we're about And to we z- got a brand new show coming your way. We're doing our Bill Burr shit. This is our fucking week. We we made a bunch of material and now we fucking we burn it. We fucking give it to you. And now we got it. Jerry Seinfeld it all all the way back again. Have you been watching days. stand-up comedy? <laughs> yeah. Why? Because I just I'm desperate. Grass went to <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so because this is probably our drunkest show, uh, this is a challenge to you, Salt Lake City. Yeah. S- step it up. Oh. When we go down to it's Utah, like a- I want to see all the Mormons drunk. Isn't it slightly dry there or no? There's yeah. not like a thing. Or- yeah, it's like they have, what is it, 3% beer or something? Yeah, and then all the uh, the liquor bottle. You can't order a double, so you just have to get a single twice. I mean, it really makes no sense. No. And, uh, and the pours, they're, they're very, they're frugal. They're like, you know, grandma's thumb is on them, and grandpa was drinking too much during the war, and he doesn't uh, get to uh, enjoy his gin anymore. Well, we better be ready to be real flirty in Salt Lake City. (laughs) (laughs) And we will see everybody at the uh, Sold Out Show in St. Louis uh, next week. And we can't wait to come to uh, St. Paul. Uh, Actually, there are still tickets to our late show at uh, St. Paul. So, yeah, just Google last podcast on the left, uh, St. Paul Turf Club. Go to Turf Club uh, and Mm. you can find tickets uh, for the late show at St. Paul there. We're almost sold out. We got tickets for the second show still open? A couple, Oh, my! All my friends who I said around the comp list, you're off. (laughs) Buy the tickets. Are you kidding me? No, this was I got so many for emails. Your apology tour. This is no, the apology to make tour. up for all the shit that you've done. <laughs> the, the apology yeah. tour is off. You're buying tickets. Yeah, remember everybody whose couch you accidentally set no. on fire gets in free. Yes, and, and yes, we used to throw random flammable objects at each other. Mainly just me throwing them at my friends. But whatever, <laughs> get over it. Buy a ticket. All right, here is our uh, live show from Chicago. Chicago. Hail yourselves. Hail yourselves, everyone. Wow, thank you guys so much. Fucking Chicago. Holy shit. Wow. Wow. Hail yourselves. Wow. 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 Fucking wow, dude. This is a dangerous... Dangerous level of energy. Uh, This is incredible. Hail Satan. Thank you guys so much for coming. Chicago. Oh, I heard you guys got a bunch of sausages and overweight guys with diabetes. That is right. Honestly, surprisingly thin crowd. And I want to say congratulations to you guys for that. This is very good looking. Because outside... Most people are shaped like gigantic, like the head from the Cubs guy, right? The actual oh, guy head. Yeah. He's not pandering. I don't understand fucking sports. I don't um, know. That was really good. But it's like big spheres, and they roll around. I just remember, you know, of course, Chris Farley and all that shit. He's here. I know that he's eaten at several establishments here. I've always go to the ones that he used to eat at right before he fucking died. That's and the right. problem is, is that you he fuck, died. Do you fuck prostitutes, specifically Heidi Hauser? 
which was the prostitute who killed uh, Chris Farley by draining him too much. Well, what she did was is that... She drained him to death! She also just kind of let him die. Well, yes, because he was like, it's day four, you don't have... I have enough money for day seven. And then she did the thing, like, that joke of me, and, like, how do you make sure to not to wake up sleeping pills if you get out of bed at night? You tiptoe past the medicine cabinet. She just let him deflate like a balloon, but instead of air, it was blood and pus from his fucking lungs. What children's tale? did your mother tell you? How do you not wake up <laughs> sleeping pills when you walk by the medicine cabinet? That's a funny old joke. Who, what, in what household? By the way, uh, down in the green room, Henry shared with us that his father used to be in a bike gang called uh, the... The Cycle Paths. The Cycle Paths. <laughs> and that is true. That is true. And they would wear so- swastikas for jokes. No, it's a joke. Uh, it was a joke. It was a funny joke. He told a story about how they used to go. The Cycle Paths. Keep in mind his father, a future NYP Officer. Well, obviously, this was pre NYPD. This is pre NYPD. Yes. So they said they would get together, and it was a funny thing to do. This was in Newark, New Jersey. They would drive around, and there was like thirty to forty guys in the gang at any given point. And they yeah. would do is all show up on somebody's lawn and do donuts and tear up the whole place, screaming and yeah. screaming and pulling up the flowers and banging on the door, being like, "We're gonna get your wife! We're gonna get your wife!" Right? And they laugh. They thought, they, like, my dad was laughing like it's like an old story about how wonderful Christmas is. But the people inside were like David Spade in PCU when Jeremy Piven was like, go to sleep! Go to sleep! Go to sleep! They were horrified. They were. Yes. I, but at the same time, one man's prank is another man's life-changing crime. Felony. Yes. Right. Thank um, you. Thank you guys so much again for having us. Chicago. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, this is so great. We got picked up. I got picked up from the airport today. Um, Holy hell, yeah. And, of course, coming from the airport and the cab driver. So my sister sends me a link. Apparently now what they're doing with kids, my, my little niece is in uh, dance recitals right now. She does competitive dance. And so so now what they're doing is well, they're, they're doing a thing where they're, they will send a link that is a live feed to the dance recital. So in the back of the cab, I'm watching it on my phone because I was said I wanted to be a part of like, you know, her competition and supporting her. And the, the cab driver's like, hey, you watch little girl dance on the phone? <laughs> And I was just like, yeah, he's like, he hit the window completely down. He's wearing just like a light little jacket. It's hmm. 30 degrees outside. Yeah. Going on a highway, he's like, it was little girl. It just show up on the phone like, like that. It just shows up on the phone. Right. I was like, I have the link to it. Well, and it's not nor it's not erotic. <laughs> no. And and then of course that is why Donald Trump put in the Muslim travel ban now because he's like, all the pedophiles are here. No. So no. we're good. We're he good. Was we Eastern love European. Love Eastern European. Uh, yes. Isn't that nice? Um, and then there was a song playing. It was an early '90s dance hit that I believe is called "Work," and it's like "Work, Work," and something in the back. And and so finally he's like, "Is that your niece singing?" <laughs> She black? <laughs> and I was just like, yes. Very good. Yes. Very good. But in America, when a song has the word work in it, unlike North Korea, no one's working. And I think that's sad. That is sad. Absolutely. Guys. Holy hell. Hail your fucking selves. Hail yourselves. It's everybody. By the way, this, this city, I, I already had a bunch of cheese curds. I had a bunch. Of, and I had a thing at a restaurant called a Porksicle. Uh, which was fucking amazing. What was it, a first draft or something like that? Has anyone been there? It was so fucking good. They kicked me out of the restaurant because I was rock hard, and I, I did it. Yeah, because you're going, guys, look, I've made a flagpole. It's <laughs> yeah. like running around. I'm like a park. Right, and, but it was not this a park. Is... Don't put a swing on it. 
Um, this city is so unbelievable, and thank you guys so much for having so, us. Yes, yes, of course. Absolutely. Thank you, one Fuck yeah. Now, okay. normally what we do is it's like we've developed sort of like a stage show. It's kind of like a, a running show where it's like you have the, the various blood-clotted man. You've got the man who collects bones, and you've got, oh, Mr. Brain. He's the smartest man in the world. No, I no, think Mr. Have... Brain. That's what you've named yourself. Ah, Stu! Man, who's ever is, been? Is that Stu? Is that... <laughs> Not anymore. Did anybody watch A to Z? Yeah! <laughs> Very ferocious. It's A to... Can we just call it A to M? <laughs> Let's just call it A to M. The checks have we, stopped. And that makes sense. Ass to mouth, which is exactly <laughs> what happened. And that's what actually was going to happen in that 14th episode between Andrew and Zelda. Oh. <laughs> it was the ass to ass from um, fucking uh, Requiem, Requiem for a, for a Dream. Jazz, yeah. Right. Um, but so we've developed a kind of show here, and we hope we hope you enjoy our wares as a part of our our. Yeah. Show. And Hell so yeah. the, the first thing we want to talk about is uh, Charles Manson is still alive, still alive, still kicking, alive and kind of well. He he's not well at all. No, 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 no not even no, kind of well. Absolutely not. Charles Manson was taken from prison. He is in the hospital right now for intestinal bleeding. Another problem is that. If your intestines become the elevator from The Shining, <laughs> you didn't live your life right. You didn't make a lot of good choices, no, which we know that about him. But I'm so glad that he built, I'm so glad that he beat Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. <laughs> she is going to make it Thank after God. all to the grave. She didn't, though. No. Can you imagine how terrible this man is where his shit is bleeding? His shit is blood. His own shit is actually more disgusting than shit. He's an upside-down vampire. He's making blood. He's like a vampire's ice cream machine. <laughs> and you can imagine being a vampire and you take a big bite of the Charles Manson and you're like, nah, I think I hit the wrong tube. <laughs> it's blood shit. But, the world's worst vampire plumber. But our heart goes out to him. Yeah. Yes. Because when it comes down to when he dies, a big, a big chapter in the American story is closed. A big pube-covered square of the American quilt is removed. This country God. will not be the same. I will probably cry, and that's not even true. I will yeah. have an emotional reaction. Yeah. Well, of course. I mean, when Manson dies, it is still a, uh, it, it is a symbol of our own mortality, and we can all agree Manson is... is they killed Sharon Tate. Mm -hmm. Killed Sharon Tate. Killed Sharon Tate. Uh, but I firmly believe that Manson is better than Roman Polanski. Yeah. Who was the person that was fucking Sharon Tate. Roman Polanski is a pedophile on the run. Manson stood up for his crimes. He stood served up. his time. I think he's better. I swear to God, Manson didn't kill anybody. I will say, Roman Polanski, though, has got a fate worse than death. He is staying in a hotel in Poland. Yeah, he's been there for like yeah. 20 years. Yeah, well, he's... No Forced to be in a Polish hot tub, which is what they also use to warm soup for the kitchen. Ooh, the world's biggest dumpling. Yes. Yeah. Actually, ooh, that does sound fun. It does. But also, I mean, great. Roman Polanski technically is mostly guilty of just holding a casting couch session about nine yeah. years too early. All I think about um, when you when you said that, Henry, all I can think about is Kathy Bates from About Schmidt. Just like sitting in a hot tub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just be like, you will be served soon. Mm, mm. God, we have the same body, me and Kathy Bates. That's something <laughs> fun. Um, but, uh, but so, but, and then we also were fine with Winnie Allen because he married the, his daughter. You know what I mean? Because no. it's fine to molest your daughter as long as you marry her. The only reason Woody Allen was allowed to do that is because no one actually thinks he has the ability to come. Because he looks like someone who would pass out. <laughs> and she's just like, 
When you done? <laughs> he when finished done? months ago. What a When I you fuck- go make movie again? Yeah. <laughs> I am so over Woody fucking Allen, by the way. He, he sucks. Yeah. So he sucks. He's bad. I, he made Woody four Allen. good movies. Well, but that, by the, so yeah. Charles Manson is very, very ill now, but he was actually supposed to die in 2002. But he didn't. He didn't. He was supposed to die in 2002. They didn't think he was going to make it to his 2007 parole hearing, which he was denied parole. In fact, it was the 12th time that he was denied parole. 12 times! 12 times! He's up for parole again in 2027. He might make it at 92 years young. Yeah! He might make it! We could put our minds to it if we all just sit and do that. I think, I think I'm feeling better. Oh, look. I think I'm just making strawberry jam. All right. <laughs> oh, Mr. no, it's not jam. Oh, it's, not, Ma- it's not better. Mr. Manson, we are really thinking about uh, letting you loose here. You're 92 years. Yeah, young. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Will you do any harm to anybody if we let you out? No. <laughs> Wait, We've actually I- got some actual footage from his 1997 parole hearing. Uh, let's, let's see old Charlie here. Oh my goodness, I've been carrying Linda Ding Dong across these little piggybacks on Ruby Goop. We're up with Mother Goose flying this whole world. If uh, down the line you were actually given a parole date, what, what would your plans be? I would go, poof, poof, <laughs> poof. Um, Prisoners denied parole for five years. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. So, uh, yeah, so uh, court, court stenographer, uh, could you uh, please yeah. read back what Mr. Manson said, please? Uh, 1027, uh, Mr. Charles Manson said, um, I believe it is, skibbity bop, skip, skip, skibbity, skibbity bop, skip, skip, bop, skibbity, skibbity bop, I want to fuck a snowman. <laughs> uh, stenographer, please correct that to snow person. They, you're... <laughs> yeah. I'll fuck it if it's got a dick because it's just a carrot. You just pull that dick off and you got yourself some lunch. Mr. Manson, you're free to go back to prison. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but also, uh, it's did not his lawyer at some point just being like, when they ask you, what are you going to do when you get parole? I have the answer. Char- nope, Charlie, I want you to deny your instincts nope. and just say, run an ice cream store. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Charlie! You're the cutest fucking cult leader I've ever met in my life. Since so, uh, Shoko yeah. Asahara, because he was also very cute. Yeah. I, yeah, I've defended a lot of people, Charlie. But you got a couple more years left in prison. Now, what are you gonna do with your extra time? I mean, you're you're healed. You're healed. You got a clean bill of hell. Well, I think I'm gonna become a lawyer to bats. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Bat law. Bat law. <laughs> absolutely. I think that's really the next step for me. I'm going to educate myself, and I'm really going to exonerate several fruit bats just because fruit bats look evil. Shouldn't mean they should be guilty of rape. Well, you know what, Mr. Manson? I think we got a case for you. <laughs> and that is a perfect segue to our next segment, Bat Squatch. Yeah! Now, what we've been doing, so a lot of the show, uh, we, you know, we like to cover cryptids. Right yes. now, who here is aware of the phenomenon of cryptids? I mean, everyone listens to the show pretty much. Except for the various strange people that were dragged here by your significant others. I'm how literally many, looking at one person. Yes. Mm-hmm. How many people have never listened to any of the CCR shows? 
Great. All okay, right. Good. Oh, you have it. The, well, the well, person who is front and center has not listened to anything. I'm sorry, ma'am. <laughs> you uh, haven't listened to anything? Get out. Kill oh, get it. We know our show is like three doors down meets Blink-182. Yeah. <laughs> but, then we also, but, then, but then sometimes Mary's a bad boy. Yeah. Now, uh, we like to cover cryptids, right? So the idea of cryptids, for those of you not in the know, the four of you, that it's like no, something like Bigfoot or Mothman, which are some sort of, um, they're like a weird monster-like entity that sort of reverberates throughout American yeah. history. And a lot of times we try to cover them on the show, but this is a whole section that we actually had to cut out. This is from our Flying Humanoids episode that yeah. unfortunately had to uh, be scuttled because of technical difficulties, but we are bringing it to you now. This yeah. is Bat yes. Squatch. Bat Squatch was first seen by Brian Canfield, who's an 18-year-old kid from Buckley, Washington. He now, was could I ask a question before we start? Sure. What's its dick look like? Uh, I believe it actually looks like a bowl of Quaker oatmeal. Oh, so you're, it's, it's more like a, it's like a base for what could have been a penis. Yeah, absolutely. It's I a think breeding it's, ground for penises. I'm talking dog penis. Yeah. Like a little tuft, it kind of pops out, and then like that rope unfolds. Oh my! Sort goodness. of like when um, like a I'm, proboscis. Yeah, like a like yeah, like a like a Pinocchio's nose, but oh, made out yeah. of red meat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's a good point. And usually, dogs are only aroused when they're lying. Yes. Um, is that true? Yeah, dogs lie. See, I um, <laughs> I had uh, my my older sister's first husband had a Rottweiler that was like that. He was like he was always just like go and pet Jake, go and pet Jake. He likes it when you pet it. Was and then your, you'd go was and your pet. Older sister married to cousin Ed from pretty much, Animal House. Pretty Christmas much. I would rub the Rottweiler and it would just sprout the worst, wickedest hard on. Like I was Pamela Henderson. <laughs> Dealing with it. Give him credit for the pun, I guess. <laughs> Pamela Henderson. Wow, I, I think it is beneath you, but still works. Still works. Still works. So you aroused your sister's dove. I didn't do it like, I wasn't like, uh, uh, ooh, ooh, And what turn were you wearing? Were you wearing a dog outfit? A negligee. <laughs> I was 15 years old with my with my older sister's first husband. Of course, I was wearing a see-through teddy with garters and Converse shoes so I could get out of there as fast as humanly possible. Well, that seems a little bit odd, but it does seem that's odd. fine. So, Bat Squatch here. He was first seen by Brian Canfield, 18-year-old kid from Buckley, Washington. Kid was driving down a deserted road one night when his truck suddenly slowed down, the lights dimmed, and a nine-foot-tall hulking figure descended from the sky and landed right in front of him. He said the wings were so big they spanned the entire road. Hmm. He said he was nine-foot-tall and oddly muscular. Oh. And this is the exact same story every point guard had when they drove down the lane and they met George Mirasan. <laughs> now, George Mirasan was Billy Crystal's slave from My Giant? Yes. Because yeah. he owned was... a slave in that movie that was that giant man and he would drag him around. Yes, and no one seemed to mind. <laughs> no one there cared. There was literally, again, I cannot be seen if I stand on this stage. That's why I gotta pull you down with a dog chain so you're at my fucking <laughs> shoulder height. No one cared that Billy Crystal owned a giant slave in My Giant, and they thought it was funny and cute because he got all the toilet paper off of the top shelf so Billy Crystal could wipe his disgusting ass. Because you know his he... ass looks like two fucking pink raisins. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> right next to each other. Yeah, and when he, when, he, when he poops, it just looks like a pig breathing hard. <laughs> Weird. I don't know. I don't know. Weird. We're not recording this. 
We are recording. Oh, no, we are recording. We're actively recording. Oh, I thought you said up top we weren't recording. No, this. no, no, no. I would not say that. That'd be weird. We're not recording this. We're not recording this. Well, if the tape goes missing, it was me. Interesting. Now, when so with Mothman, the phenomenon is linked to when people saw Mothman, they viewed it as the harbinger of doom. They said that when the Mothman showed up, it was before the year there was a gigantic bridge collapse, and then the TNT yeah. factory exploded. A lot of fucked up shit. Seems like the Mothman should be a suspect. But it's I, just, I literally just blame it on growing up in New Jersey. Yes, yes, because it's gross there. It was West Virginia. Mm. I thought it was New. I thought that's was, the Jersey Devil. That's a Jersey Devil. Get your shit together. <laughs> You're a loser for not knowing all these different fake monsters. <laughs> no. Well, I, yeah, I know. What did you do in high school? Yeah. You, got, you guys, you make out and you wrestled other men. And that's true, though. You did wrestle other men. Yeah, I did it at the same time. Interesting. <laughs> that's how I won all my matches. Oh. Yeah, it turns oh. out if you get your opponent hard, then leave. <laughs> I made them. All, they, they might cut out after you said, when you get your opponent hard. Oh, yeah. And no one heard the rest of it. No, no, no. When no, you no, get no. your opponent no, no. hard. I'm not saying my father was in the stands. He'd be like, if you got him hard, you got to marry him. You got to marry him. It's the Christian way. If you're going to be gay, you better be good at it. Yeah. Um, but this is... So was he like that? Was Mothman a harbinger of doom? Did he show up in, a, in specific... Like spots or for specific reasons or no? no uh, Canfield said that it was just uncomfortable. Like it just showed up. Yeah, it's just landed in front of. The, they just stared at each other. So I'm just like driving down the street, just like gotta get to work and go to go. Maybe actually gotta go home. I would rather go home than go to work. Hey, buddy, home. what's what's going on? I, I know I'm like standing in the middle of the road here, but. I guess it's kind of got to be this way for whatever reason. Brand new Toyota Corolla. I see it. It's really nice. So like uh, the uh, wheels on it. I know about cars. Yeah. Well, it's actually a Dodge Ram, you fucking dumb shit. Couldn't help but maybe notice you're looking at a gigantic flying bat weightlifter. <laughs> Doesn't really understand much about cars. So, so um, you ever been on Reddit? <laughs> yeah, yes. it's like a bulletin website where people I've, give it up votes and down votes, and it's I've, according to popularity. A lot of times, certain like power users kind of like they're able to get things to the front page a lot faster because their connections. And then you can promote stuff like that. You know? It's kind of a corrupt inner system. <laughs> I know Reddit. Yeah, I was reading this story about a young boy that had broken his hands and legs in an accident, and his mom would come in. And uh, notice he was of he was of a, of a of a boy becoming to a man. You age. are on the hood of my car. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to. Apparently, she would come in to wash his feet, and she said that um, she she began to notice that he was fully erect, uncomfortably so, because he was like a 13 year old boy. And so, in order to relieve his stress, she would go and sort of manually release him and then that that relationship that sort of those incidents kind of grew into a full-on sexual relationship what if i played rem's everybody hurts would you just go oh. i'm just saying do you think it's bad to have sex with your mom if she's doing it for a good reason <laughs> and turn the window wipers on and it's just just go Bob, get out of here yeah Bob, do, do, you, do you ever feel inside your own belly button and it's that weird feeling? 
Has anyone ever done it to you? I should go. <laughs> do, you, do you have any place to be? Nah, dude. You want to go cruise by Walmart and go play with the Hulk gloves? <laughs> that is how I spent all of my high school years as high playing with the Incredible Hulk gloves. They were amazing. Henry Zabrowski, Thank everybody. You. They, wow. 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 Windy That's City. Great. Windy City. Wow. Well, I mean, and it is windy. And it's a good city to toot in because you can always blame it on the person behind you. That is. What a great thing to have as quality to admire in a city is yes. that it hides your farts. It's like Seattle. Oh. It's great because it's raining all the time so you can cry openly in the street. Absolutely. <laughs> we were in Seattle. They have legalized weed. We threw a bunch of weed into the crowd. We had a great time. Henry bought a $7 Starbucks. I did. Yeah. yeah. We got so much weed that I used weed as a tip for my morning coffee. That was really fun. Yeah. That was a fun time. We'll never get those times back. Never get them back. Um, this is more of a cocaine city. And <laughs> that's anybody, that's, by the way, do not use that as a segue, Kissel. What? We are recording this. Oh, this? Yes. So the Bat Squatch is not seen a lot. So basically, he, they have this incident, and then the Bat Squatch just flew away. Yeah, he just flew away. That's it. And uh, this, he was never seen again in that area of the country and uh, has really never been seen anywhere ever. That's again. right, though. No, I have one more. I, ha I did have a, a sighting that I really liked. I forgot about right. this guy. Um, and this is all reported by people who are trustworthy and on crystal. Absolutely. These are key witnesses. There's no way they're just drinking and driving and trying to get out of a ticket. No this way. This is all real. No way. Paul Dale Roberts... He posted on the site Unexplained Mysteries. Which, by the way, is a mystery. That's fine. So I mean, it's just technically, it is redundant. Yes. An encounter, and now this encounter, he didn't see the Bat Squatch himself, but he heard a story from some hiker friends of, from his that saw the Bat Squatch and told him to tell everybody the story of Bat Squatch. To Unexplained Mysteries, the website. They were on Mount Shasta. Me and my friend were hiking around Mount Shasta, and out of one of the crevices flew out this big creature. I mean, this thing was huge. It was as tall as a man, as stocky as Hulk Hogan, and had leathery wings. I believe the wingspan was at least 50 feet from one end to the other. I was holding on my camera, but I was paralyzed with fear. As this thing flew by, I didn't get a picture. I'm sorry, holding your fucking camera. Oh. Bat squatches in front of you, you don't take it. What do you think this might be? Could it have been a pterodactyl? It was flying or gliding fast. It seemed to have a head of a bat. You know, thinking about it, it doesn't really have the head of a pterodactyl. And it, it kind of saw, I saw a picture of a pterodactyl, and the heads are, like, not similar. I think it had more the head of a bat or maybe even more like a fox. The damn thing finally flew into a clump of trees and vanished. Now, I heard you guys might be going back to Mount Shasta, and if you do, please look out for this thing, because if you see it, you will piss all over yourself, I kid you not. In no way did this guy just urinate out of his pants because he was too drunk and had to have an explanation for it. I saw In this no fucking 50-foot creature. I know it. Yeah, I also maybe had 17 Millers. All right, let's move on now. Well, we have more cryptids Exactly. Yeah, we do. We have the blue fur creature of Petropavlovsk. This creature was seen in 1991 by the Ivanitsky family. Ooh. They endured 10 straight nights of an extremely loud cricket-like sound. Beep, 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 beep. Ignore it. Ignore <laughs> yeah. it. It will go away. It must be something to do with the water heater. Beep, 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 beep. 
ignore it. And that is the Russian alarm clock alerting the person that he's not quite drunk enough and he needs to drink more vodka. <laughs> Ten nights they heard that before they finally thought to look under the bed. When they it's literally this gigantic noise is coming from me. Russians are very good at denying things. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they opened up the bed and... Out from that space ran a three-foot-tall creature with large bat-like wings covered in blue fur and with a flat face that looked like it was made out of plaster and a tiny lipless mouth. Oh, he sounds like a Dick Tracy villain. It yeah. does. It sounds yeah. cute. It sounds like one of those mannequins from those funny 80s man uh, uh, the crash test dummies. That's right. They had a, they had a television show. Yeah. Thought you had to crash a car. I crashed a lot of cars. Yeah, those are called DUIs. Those, oh, are, those are criminal yeah, offenses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but, either way, the blue fur creature was also what they referred to a loaf of bread in Russia. Yes. Because it was full of mold. It was so rare. Yeah. And uh, the creature, uh, it suddenly, when they started pelting it with slippers, because they were understandably scared, it grew to three feet its original size, from the size of a small dog or rat, to something three times that large. And then when it grew to that size, out of its nose came a large trunk that protruded and wrapped itself around the leg of one of the family members. And that's when the kids went and grabbed all the household chemicals and started spraying with it. And that's when the thing limped over into a corner, rolled over, and died. So that Russian family murdered probably a mentally handicapped person from Chernobyl. Yeah. <laughs> because they were scared. And then the grandmother came home two hours later and was like, where's the thing that makes me come? <laughs> you killed it! No, what's wonderful about it is that you slap it with a slipper and then its nose gives you an orgasm. Well, grandmother, that was your living dildo? Yes. Get with the get with the times. It's 1987. Be groovy. We have some bad news. So uh, the creature, uh, after it died, the father of the family got paranoid because he thought he had killed a state-protected creature. This is the USSR in 1991. They don't have food. No food. <laughs> family members are regularly murdered for just thinking about happiness. <laughs> and they had state-protected creatures. Yeah, and so the father scooped it up, uh, took it outside, and threw it in a ditch, hoping the whole thing would just go away. And when he went back out the next morning to check on the status of the body, he found that it had disappeared. Someone ate it! <laughs> thinking it was the coolest new kind of chicken because they had no normal chicken. Yeah. Well, now that I think about it, I hope that grandmother went back and retrieved it. And it's just like... And it's, her vagina ate it like it was a boa constrictor. Oh, my God. And it was oh, like, no, no, no. Back into the tunnel you go. Yeah. It's... Like, like a poor couple getting abducted. Yeah. No! Oh, no! No, not the genital cuff. Maybe a little bit of the genital cuff. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with 
horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction, and it's a daily weight on my life how much i need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as i wake up and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors big and small some people are presidents some people are soldiers some people have to eat mayonnaise especially with hard-boiled eggs which is what i eat for lunch but i guess i should share that in therapy because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today. To get 10% off your first month. That's better help. H-E-L-P.com slash last pod. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list. With Babbel. 
Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Serial killers. Now, I want to ask about this. I want to ask this to the audience. Who here, this is genuine, everyone understands, we hear a lot about Ted Bundy's attractive. Jeffrey Dahmer has a swimmer's body. Now, who here is attracted to Son of Sam, or could be? Like, raise of hands. No God, one. so sad. Way oh, in the back. We have, back. We have two in the, two in the back. back. Literally two in the very, very back. Wow. And, and, and they, they are covered yeah. in newspapers? <laughs> That's not bad at all. Um, and, and he's, he's got a, beautiful lips. Yes. And if you really think about it, like by Williamsburg standards, he had one room that he lived in alone with one hanging light bulb and it smelled like milk. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's like punk rock. Yeah. But he did smell of milk. The thing is that wouldn't you want to look at that as some sort of fixer-upper? Because then really all you got to do is wash him once. (laughs) Right. And then you've done your job. And then he understands it. He gets the, the positive validation from that, but no one wanted to put in the time with him no. because of all the murders. Oh, all of the murders. Well, David Berkowitz, he actually began his career as a criminal long before he became the 44 caliber killer. From 1974 to 1977, David Berkowitz started over 1,400 fires in and around the New York City area. And we know this because he meticulously detailed every single fire in his journal where he called himself the Phantom of the Bronx. He literally kept a fire journal. And now that does sound like, it sounds like a Borgias poem. Like it sounds like, Oh, passion. But he's not from Espana, so it literally just was the weird pseudo-sexual history of a a fucking serial killer, because what we know now is that arson is a common behavior in someone who will eventually turn into a serial killer. It's a weird sexual habit. It's kind of like, you know, peeing your pants about shame and then killing the animals. You get a little bit of boner from it. I'm sorry. But also the... Setting fires is a sexual act, and you like, get and you get sexual pleasure for it because you cause chaos. Ooh, like Ghost Rider, maybe. Intra- but he himself yeah. was on fire. He was more like Michael Jackson during that Pepsi commercial. Oh, should have worked for Coke. So, by 1976, Berkowitz starting to lose it just a little bit. This is a letter that he wrote to his father. Dear Daddy. It's cold and gloomy here in New York, but that's okay, because the weather suits my mood. Gloomy. Daddy, the world is getting dark now. Now it's getting dark. I think it's because I've got this, I think I left this blanket over my head. I was trying to go to sleep, but now I'm afraid if I take it off, will there be a monster at the end of this book? Oh, Daddy. Things are really getting dark now. Uh, Mr. Berkowitz, it's the NYPD. We've got a report of multiple... I didn't kill anybody. 
Uh, that's not why we're here. Oh, Multiple good. fires have been started all around the Bronx. Would I, could I possibly help you to a glass of semi-hot milk? <laughs> it's always relaxing. And what I like about having the little bit of the milk mustache is they look like a young Santa Claus. <laughs> so dry in here. The heat is really kick up in the wintertime, and I can't control it. It's because of my horrible landlord. And then it cooks the dust, and it dries out all of the different passages. The back of my nose, oh, God, it's like a desert yeah. back there. You are funny. You are funny. We are going to have to come in and just kind of hang out under your swinging light there. And just yeah, you're going to interrogate me? A little bit, sir. Let yeah. me certainly so hide this journal of fires. <laughs> Don't Jur- worry, it's like a Borges poem. Journal of Fire. It's about the, the passion that I feel when I, I go outside. It's a little cold outside. You know, and if I forgot my car and I, and I got to walk down the street and I forgot my cardigan, because it's the best part of having the car is that you can put the cardigan in the back and you kind of lay it. Because at the same time, I don't want to wear all the clothes I'm going to need throughout the day because you don't know what's going to happen if the temperature changes. <laughs> because you me, I'm a, I see my chest. As soon as it gets the tiniest bit of cold outside, it looks like the turkey's done. I need to cover it with some cardigan. In fabric in case I don't get harassed you know in the what, street sir, called the just, mother dog. Yeah, let me just... We will have a cup of warm milk. Oh, good. Let me just... Oh, 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 oh. Well, of course, David Berkowitz became son of Sam in 1977. Uh, he murdered six. He wounded seven. It, his entire murder spree lasted an entire year. He wasn't good enough. He, he was, was a losing record. He was a losing <laughs> record. He was like... He was, I, don't, I don't even know how to make a football reference. So Nothing. he was caught, he was convicted, he went to prison, and sometime in the 1980s, David Berkowitz started writing. Now, I honestly think that's what it was, is because, of the, first of all, like if you're going to shoot somebody, you're kind of a pussy. Like You don't really want to get in there, you're not trying to carve off the face, you don't want to like play with the skull like it's a hand puppet like Ted Bundy. These are creative-driven people. Son of <laughs> Sam was just shooting, taking pot shots. He viewed himself as sort of a romantic character. Like he loved writing letters to the police and so that turned into a very legitimate poetry collection yep. that he wrote that's here. It's called The Serial Killer, David Berkowitz, Son of Sam, Son of Hope. Now he became a Christian in prison and not like a normal, not like a, it's cool to love Jesus kids kind of Christian. It was like a full on like esoteric ancient Christian. Very strange. Yeah, yes. and this is what David Berkowitz looks like now. Oh. Mm. Look at that. He looks like every landlord in Queens. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful guy. He so. looks like the guy from Bar Rescue. Oh! <laughs> and he's always catching bartenders skimming the drinks. <laughs> yeah. So this actually begins a series that we've been working here on Dickhead Prison. It's called Prisoners Who Did tor- Terrible Shit and Who Were tor- Terrible People Read Poems. And I put my name in the basket and I'm you supposed did. to get ten minutes of time to you... do whatever it is that I want. Yes, Mr. Berkowitz, you are next up. You are welcome to read your poetry oh god i'm so nervous it's like the first time i'm reeling reeling thoughts out loud you know because it's kind of like holding in a fart you scream in your cell all day Uh, all day long i'm practicing for this my big moment this is it what they said is that in order to alleviate my nerves i'm supposed to imagine everyone in the audience being completely nude but you actually can't legally do that i i I cannot legally do that because of my crimes also i've seen most of these men completely nude in the showers that's correct now, I've written several poems here. Now, tell me who he is, knowing a, a guy who's a real jerk at the office. Huh? What is the deal with those guys that are jerks joke. in the that office? That is the beginning I of a joke. I could do whatever I want no, with the 10 have, minutes No, it has to I be have. poetry, sir. 
If you want to do the joke open mic, you can sign up for the joke open mic. Well, lucky this is a perfect segue to my poem, So Long Jerk. <laughs> what is the deal? I just that want to see a, how fast you are. That's a joke, yeah. <laughs> this is a real poem. All of these are 100% real. It was like a metamorphosis when you left our offices. The place became tranquil. Co-workers were thankful. Projects got done. We actually had fun. We prayed and prayed that you'd get laid off. <laughs> and off you went, unemployed and silent. Now it's back to work, minus one useless jerk. It's kind of like when that, when that one with Sammy was around. He was always giving people a hard time, pushing them over in the shower one, forcing sex upon them. And then he, we finally got laid off by getting the chair. <laughs> yeah. You got six more minutes It's here. relatable. It, it, it is relatable. It's relatable humor. It's, it's relatable prison humor. You guys remember that one time we all got HIV? No, that's a joke, sir. <laughs> that is, you're going into it's joke. It's a relatable joke about prison. Well, but we don't tell jokes here, do we? No, this is about poems. Uh, this is serious poems. That's right. Six more minutes of poems, Mr. Berkowitz. I've got three more minutes of poems. I've got well, six you... more minutes of banter. Okay, well, let's get to the poems. So much please. banter. Got a lot of guys here. Oh, God, I've lost my place in the book well, of that's, poems. Just get it done. Find the poem. Any poem. Read the poem you're on oh, now. Oh, it's Read just the poem specific. Now. I need to get my, I no. need to get my spirits Mr. out. Mr. Berkowitz, <laughs> I need please. to get my spirits out. Mr. Berkowitz. I will kill again! Do you I will kill again! Well, now you have four minutes left, sir. Oh. If I'd known that, I would not read my poem. I will kill again. All right. We'll revoke his milk privileges for a week. Please read Mr. Berkowitz. This is a poem about my grandfather. It's really important. Any poem will yeah, do. Where is the damn Any, poem? In, in, Here we inmate go. Parks may okay. help you find it. Here we go. All right. Now this poem, who he is on a date. Unfortunately, <laughs> here in prison, here. we're not yes. all allowed to be in relationships. Just I hope. Well, I hope you're ready to feel erotic. What is the deal with being someone joke, and having sir. them love you for once in your Mr. life? Mr. Berkowitz, that is a joke. I just let me finish. A bedtime affair. What is it I adore that lays hidden inside your heart? That sweet nectar, a fragrance of mint and spice. So arousing and pleasant, you are an aphrodisiac. A lover filled with dark kisses. Ah. At night, I will invite you into my bed. Just the two of us, locked in an embrace. Your joy running down my face. Is it true that you won't cheat on me? But I will cheat, oh yes, on my diet. Perhaps this box of Valentine's chocolates is the best love there is. It's a poem about chocolates. I've never been loved. <laughs> All right. Here, let me find the, the, I'll find the ground. We have got it's a lineup. Multiple inmates need to get through, Mr. Berkowitz. So I just got to say, come down to how's everybody feeling about our president? That's a joke, sir. It's really controversial. Joke. Mr. Berkowitz, oh, that is the set of oh, a joke. Oh, thank God. This, this, for a joke. this young child molester found my poem for That's me in my book. Well, that is true, and that is actually technically legal. Now, who here remembers their grandfather? I do. 
Now, what's the deal that with remembering joke, your sir. grandfather? <laughs> Mr. Berkowitz. I, all right, I remember grandpa. Holy shit, I remember grandpa. So long ago, just a blur. You held me, made me laugh. Ah, Always a smile, a happy time I won't forget. Your fine pennies, your wet kisses, your prickly whiskers before God came to take you to the graveyard. God came himself and then he disappeared for everyone else. Your time is up. Thank God. <laughs> Henry Zabrowski, everybody. Oh, God. Henry Zabrowski. Son of Sam. David fucking Berkowitz. Holy shit. And ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Marcus Parks. Marcus Parks. What a guy. That is, that's Running the best the the reaction we've CCR. had. Running all the shows on CCR. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Everything is done. Unbelievable. That's what I say. Marcus fucking Parks. All right, let's move on to the tip of the spear. The man who officially has the president's phone number and constantly gets called. Literally, it was like by the him. fifth person Donald Trump called when he yeah. won the election. He is the technically the last honest man in America, and I'm sorry, everybody. He's the only person fighting for the, the essential honest nature of this fucking country. Alexander Jones. Alexander Jones, tip of the spear. He's a status, by the way. Look at that dumb shithead. Yeah. God, I now, want Henry, that body. Yeah, that's the body you're working I for. I want that body. Yeah. I want to be fat but hard. Yeah. It's the Where body. It's like slaps. The body that scares horses. I love it. All right. Well, Alex Jones, of course, like, his guy won. I mean, Alex Jones's entire thing is that he's fighting against the system. It's all a conspiracy. They're all against us. Against us. He has the documents, but his guy won. He, so what is he, he's never been on the winning side before. Never. never. And he doesn't know what to do. And what he's doing is drinking. He's a lot. He's drinking a lot. He is being publicly intoxicated quite a bit. Quite well, a bit. And we have video of him. All right. Trash. Let's check it out. All right. We've got a couple. And this, is, by the way, both of these videos, this is Inauguration Day. This is his birthday. Thrilled. He's having a great time. Israel, buddy's Hitler. I mean, oh, no, 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 really. Well, I'd love to hear about freedom of the press with them legalizing domestic propaganda no, under Obama. You actually have liquor on your breath. In the, uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, not allowed to drink Are you a Puritan? No, I'm just amazed that you're doing your job with liquor on your breath. Does that give See, you the guts she, to yell at she, women? I need the guts. I got she too knows. many guts, baby. I think you do. Truth is, I drink alcohol, so I don't got too many guts. Look anyway, at how happy he is. No, recording. it's actually made up. I've had a, I had a coffee earlier. <laughs> he had a coffee earlier. That Two days sounds, ago. Literally sounds like every father at a DUI checkpoint. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I had a coffee earlier, so I love the police. Uh, yeah, and so this is, you know, afternoon time. You know, he's just getting a little revved up. He's talking to the protesters. Let's see him about six hours later. And I got a center. I don't need a bullhorn. I don't need any other... The will of the Republic will dominate this BS. Yeah. Yeah. Seventeen seventy-six will commence again. That's right. You wow. like it? This is just the info war. Imagine you get into physical fight with us. It's over. I remember that. that when Thomas Jefferson. I know you do now, don't you? We haven't taken the gloves off, and if you want to keep pushing with your commie Chinese and everybody else, we're going to blow your ass off the map. 
All the secret weapons ain't in the control of you anymore, are they? They're now in the hands of George Washington 2.0. So I know why you're shaking in fear. That's right. Wow. I remember that when George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and Alexander Hamilton had that conversation in 1776. And they say, a couple hundred years from now, a dumpy shithead who looks like he's filled with soup will be drunk (laughs) and shouting about what we've done. See, this reminds me of the same dad that was called at the DUI after he won the softball game. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think we all know T-Ball's rigged uh, because the ball Joe DiMaggio! Yeah, and the ball was, you know, and my son, I think he's gay. <laughs> well, of course. Fucking Alan, by the way, let's just let that sink in, by the way. This man is a phone call away from the presidency. That's the world we're living in. Yeah. We get all the time for This is the new normal. Everything we do, we constantly get, be call- we, we get called reasonable. Only because the world's gone batshit insane. We this are, is Tom Brokaw now. Yeah, we That's are moving it. to the center. We're Good Morning America. Yeah. Good Morning America, we're slightly less drunk than Kathy Lee and Hoda. I, I, you know what I would say? Uh, let's call it Sultry Evening America, because that's when we woke up. <laughs> All right, well, of course, Alex Jones, big conspiracy guy. Let's move on to another big conspiracy that revolves around one of the most famous murders of the 21st century. It all starts with the 1997 Denver Broncos. Now, pay attention. Pay attention here, because we've got a lo- I got a lot of information, so I'm going to have to... This is numerology stuff, so you're going to have to really pay attention. Do we have any... a lot of threes, a lot of thirteens, a lot of sevens. sevens. Okay. Are there people that are into numerology into the crowd? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The same women that wanted to fuck David Berkowitz. I think that that's great. That is on brand. Now, all right, listen carefully here. On January 25th, 1998, the Denver Broncos won Super Bowl 32, which precedes number 33, which is the highest degree of Freemasonry, and one degree above 32, which is the freezing point on the Fahrenheit scale. Right? All right. You know it's true because he has to say right after the sentence. Right? 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 Now, the Broncos' victory over three-time winning Green Bay Packers ended a streak of 13 consecutive years where the AFC representative had lost. The Broncos won by seven points, scoring 31. 13 backwards. backwards. Also, John Elway played for the Broncos. Looks like a horse. <laughs> Good point. That That's also true. true. Yeah. And John Elway, lucky number seven. Right? Mm-hmm. And John Elway, he had endured three humiliating defeats in the Super Bowl during his first seven seasons. Humiliated. He was stripped nude in a parking lot, and they, they played with his penis, a bunch of guys, and behind a dumpster. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to you. Yes. And then John Elway managed to be shut out of the big game for seven seasons afterwards. Terrell Davis, the MVP of that Super Bowl, scored three touchdowns on the path to victory. That Super Bowl was held on January 25th, 1997, exactly 13 months after the death of John Bonet Ramsey. Now, December 25th, 1996. 1996. Let's think about that date for just a second. There are a lot of people that believe that 4 AD is the actual birth date of Jesus Christ, not 0 AD. That would make January 25th, 1996, the 2000th celebration of Christmas, which would make that day the perfect day for an Illuminati blood sacrifice, making JonBenet Ramsey an actual blood sacrifice to bring in the sacrificial age to appease the gods that the Illuminati worship to this day. 
reasonable. I like the, 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 the people are going like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. when Marcus starts screaming like that, it's got to be true. Just keep that just not. It's got to be true. Just keep now. Um, that's to be honest, it could. No, I was just going to say that's what Joel Olstein does also, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I would say this could be a revamp and repowering of the Masonic. Uh, uh, the sonic ritual that the Jack the Ripper murders were. Absolutely, because of course the Jack the Ripper murders ushered in the 20th century of uh, the age of conflict. Of course, we had all of the wars, we had all of the terrorism, but now we are in a sacrificial age. They are trying to sacrifice you, each and every one of you. The Illuminati wants to lead you all to your deaths like pigs to the slaughter, but you will not let them! None of you will let the Illuminati win! We will fight against them every single day! 1776! has commenced. I also do like the, the people empowered and then also several people going... Yeah. yeah no, okay. honestly, if you all taste like a porksicle, I have no problem with it. <laughs> no problem. No, I, but I actually do believe because there are people, there's a lot of new revel, re, revelations that have come out recently about John Benet Ramsey's murder and there are a lot of people oh, that believe that Burke shit. did it. Yeah, but Burke they all say that Burke did it. I actually do, but I don't think she, I, I, I don't think that he did. No. No, no, right? no, no, no. I think she knows that, what's up. I yeah. think that he was, she was murdered yeah. by people that were involved with her father yes. as because he would not help in covering up 9-11, right? And so, so uh. she was she was murdered as a sacrifice. And what a good way to get some crazy dude who's some weird cousin of somebody in the Freemasons to kill a little girl by trying to validate the whole thing by this big Byzantinian numerological explanation about what you got to do in order to open up the portal, right? Jack the Ripper opened up the portal to the 20th century. What if John Benet Ramsey's sacrificial murder opened up the portal to internet porn? <laughs> Probably dead. And then just Benet yelled out, thank you, like that's what they've been thinking all along. And there it was. I hope you guys felt the uh, the stench of booze and the excitement <laughs> of that wonderful Chicago it. crowd. Oh, yes. I, I will say, it was like sense memory. It was like that, what was it, the portrait of a young artist? Sort of, mm-hmm. but it was like the hint of mustard that <laughs> took him back to his childhood. That just took me back to guys going, eh! <laughs> oh, a wonderful crowd! A malort-filled night it was. Um, yes, and uh, uh, and what we what you don't get to uh, hear there is all the amazing audio or the the amazing video that we have at our live shows. So you didn't miss out on anything. We've got some great stuff, but you missed out on a lot. Well, what did they miss out on? A lot. They missed out on, on, missed out on all the visual stuff. No, I know that. But if you come to the live show, Marcus, you do it. I don't know. What, what on earth? Get out of here. I'm flustered I, from I Henry. This. Last night, uh, we were watching the musical Meet Me in St. Louis. And they kept saying, I don't want to go to New York. There's plenty to do right here in beautiful St. Louis. You're spending, we're doing the same thing, but backwards. You're spending your nights watching stand-up comedy and then like 1960s like sing-song movies? Yeah, I'm just I'm just not looking out the window. <laughs> well, if you come to our live shows, you know, of course, that cut off right after our John Bidet Ramsey bit. But uh, the live show always ends with a big visual element. So if you want to experience yes. the full live show, you got to come out and see us. Once again, uh, cavecomedyradio.com slash live is where you go uh, to get tickets. And we're about to announce a really big spate of new live shows. Oh. Uh, so be sure to Ooh, listen spate. up for all... Spate. I love spate. that word. Spate. Huh. Uh, yeah, be sure to listen up for uh, all the new announcements 
a lot of very exciting cities are going to be getting the last podcast on the left treatment. We can't wait to come out and see Absolutely. all of you. And honestly, yeah. uh, I want to thank everyone for listening because of uh, because of you. We went over a million listens last week. Yes, a seven day span, a podcast that uh, was just created out of out of the ether. I cannot believe we're over a million a week, and it's all because of you, the great listeners, and all the hard work, um, Marcus and Henry, and dare I say myself, uh, <laughs> do. So uh, really, uh, it, but it really was that was that's quite a dream come true to get a million listens in a week. I it's, mean, it's and the more amazing. our numbers grow. And the more powerful we become, yeah. as the tides begin to turn the direction of our side of history, why are the you more painting the nails black right become, now? <laughs> I'm just saying, the more powerful we become, the more influential we can become as a population, as a group, overturn the governments of the world, mm-hmm. one true nation. You know what, Henry? I'm not saying an NWO. <laughs> we're gonna do this one friend a month. I just want you to make a friend a month. <laughs> That's it. Just start. I got plenty of friends. <laughs> no. I got this this Dow's homemade soap that the person who's staying with me bought the other day, okay. and I have. That's oh soap. look, Natalie bought me this little trophy that says "World's Greatest Boyfriend." Okay, so that <laughs> this actually got sadder than I thought it could. Yeah, this guy. This is. Getting I much have worse. this card from. I have a membership card to PBS <laughs> because <laughs> I paid five dollars to do, to donate to them so I could see the rest of British Bake Off on their app on the Apple TV. So. The, the three objects near you were the saddest three things I've ever seen somebody have close to them. Learning the Tarot by Joan Bunning. <laughs> A great book. Right now, yes. Yes, okay. <laughs> and if you guys want to support us, uh, go to patreon.com slash lastpodcast on the left. Uh, if you give just a dollar, you get advanced ticket sales to all yep. of our live shows. Uh, and that really has been a, a life-changing uh, contribution that you guys have been making to us. And we'll be doing more yep. shout-outs here in just a second. Absolutely. And I'm going to do a weekly creepypasta. Yes. I, the first one should be released today or, or you know, this week. And uh, I'm just going to read, read one story like for 15 minutes. And uh, so that should be fun if you are a Patreon subscriber. Yep. $5 or more gets the extra bonus content. Oh, Mm. Wow, that is a good idea. Do you want to pledge $5, Henry? <laughs> How about I just give you $5 or an IOU? How about an IOU for $5? Okay. <laughs> That's as good as money. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys so much for supporting this show and all the shows on Cave Comedy Radio. Abe Lincoln's Top Bat, Roundtable of Gentlemen, Page 7, Sex and Other Human Activities. We have so many t-shirts and fun products. We do in your way. Oh, yeah. We got a Don't Come At Me With That t-shirt. We got a new Jackie t-shirt. It says, Ooh. That's my name. I'm wearing it right now. That's officially on sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cave Comedy Radio Merch.com. Awesome. Excellent. Hail, hail your- Satan, everyone. Hail yourselves. And hail Gene. Hail me. Follow us all on Twitter. Yep. 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 Fo- follow us all on Instagram. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> hail Satan. Again, you fuckers. All right. Do you think that Stephen Hawking fucks? I don't know if he can. I don't think he I mean, I don't, he might be able to still get a boner. Maybe. So maybe he could get like, but he looks fragile. They didn't cover that in the movie. No. No, they just had Eddie Redmayne made a, make a stupid face, and then they gave him an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> That's what acting is, I guess. All right, let's do these shout-outs. All right, so this is the uh, now it's time for the, uh, I almost said PlayStation Network <laughs> shout-outs. Don't you of, fucking do this. Oh, because of Holden from Roundtable, that <laughs> bastard has wormed his way into my brain. And remember, uh, if you give just a dollar to our Patreon, not only do you get the advanced ticket sales, you also get a shout-out. Uh, and we've got a lot to get through, uh, so we're going to start right now. Ben, would you like to start? Jacob Reich. 
That's a strange name. <laughs> oh, Ooh, that Reich, that Reich just popped right out of your mouth. <laughs> Jacob Reich. singing a song. I'm Jacob Reich the third. What is that? Jacob. Okay. <laughs> All right. Catherine Dolber. Thank you, Catherine. Daniel Anderson. Heather Thompson. Ooh, this is one I'm going to butcher. Salvador Geraldo. Geraldo. <laughs> it's J A U R E G U I. Geraldi. You are. Gerardo. All right. Mar- Merritt Hamilton. Jamie Lachelle. Timothy Price. Valerie Crowley. Meredith Richardson. Dolce Soul. Corinne Wendell. Mm-hmm. CD. Valerie Radcliffe. And John Finucane. Mm-hmm. I've got Jeff Engel. Jacob Bache. Andrew Harshman. Talga Lavin. Ryder Moore. Dixon Grant, Matthew Crawl, Hannah Atkin, Sam Bartholomew, Chris York, Mark Flackett, Whoa. Zachary Miner, Andrew Tursick, Katie Shanahan, and Carrie Lehan. What was that? Dixon oh. Grant, huh? Dixon Grant. Over under five on ascots. <laughs> Gotta have an Dixon ascot. Dixon Grant, in my head, he... he d- Rides a, his butler who's dressed as a horse. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what happened to Richard Pryor in that movie, The Toy, before people realized yes. how insanely racist that whole premise is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have Melody Schaefer, Cat Todd, Alfonso Di Renzo, Piale Riotnius, because it's got those weird O's and the A's. It's got an A's with a dot on it and mm. an O with a slash through it. Oh, an umlaut. That's a Swedish Is it Rutnius? Rutnius? I don't know. Ruotnius? I think if, if there's a slash through it, you don't pronounce that letter. <laughs> it's like, no. no. it's Pial. Pial. Katie Ryder. Crystal Doss. Timothy Young. Patrick Murray. Jane Ashburn. Dylan Crenshaw. Amy Allshouse. Joel Steele. Nina Modelski. Chase T. Hopper. Jana Blockman. K. Bean, hmm. Jessica Jones, Caleb Boudouin, Aiden Toms, Alexandra, took her money down, saw that, took her, her lowered her to a lower package. <laughs> oh, she did. She did. Well, Don't call him out on that. She might be having financial trouble. I think that that's wonderful, though. She must have given so much to be able to take it down. Take it down. Take it down. Liz Conlon, Steve Hull, Corey Ficus, Tyler Harris. Casey Knott, Alyssa Bachan, William Mitchell, Adrian Negrete, Elliot Casey, and John Rapass. All right, I got Darren Robinson, Ian Campbell, DK, Bridget Cheshire, Rich Messina, Matt Dennison, Alex, Jenny Walker, Alexis Johnson, Brittany Gould, hello, Brittany, Liberty Seal, that's a great name, Liberty Seal, isn't that powerful, Nick Waters, Stephen Impson, Sam Kirsch, Sarah Dunn. I'll just do a couple more. Alice Tate. James Oddie. Sophie K. Well, there's a management company, Sophie K. Really? Maybe that's her. Oh. Who knows? Like entertainment management? Yeah, I think they want us. They want me to be the. I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue what they would want with me. Um, Jem Jones. Sam Delfonte. Kean Spillhouse. Ooh, I like this. Kean Spillhouse. That's a fun place to go. Emily, Caitlin, Ho Ho. Ho He. Ho He. It's H O H E. It's a Ho He. I don't I know. It, how? It could be How? How? Ho He. Ho He. I love that name. Uh, Rachel E. Johnson. K. 
Carolyn Recker, Dylan DeWitty Witten. Jesse, yeah, he's a DeWitty. DeWitty Witten. Dylan DeWitty Witten. <laughs> Dylan DeWitty Witten. Did you not put the oil in the right part of the car because it I'm turns it? I'm wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> Jessica Stanley, Lauren Macaroni. That's a fun one. Louis Godot and Chelsea St. Amour. I got John Hall, Sarah Thomas, Sam Homer, Maartin Pepe, Haley Dixon, Brianna Iacoboni, William Mayhall, Matthew Sinisi, Joel, Tammy Mercure, Brittany Bennett, Kate Russell, Chrissy Dellar, Lucas Wingard. Oh, hello, Lucas. Hey, Lucas. Oh. James S. Barrett, Simon Colley, Tim Perham. Perham? Yes. Perhaps Perham. Perham. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chad. Hmm? Oh, wait, what? Oh, I was just going to say how much Perham. I think, I think Henry said it. <laughs> yes, I did. I did yes. the Perham. Yeah. Chad Miller, Dan Strauss, Ashley Craig, Sue Kern, Stephanie Georges, Geeklet, Kelly hmm. Webb, Julie Kurtz, Mark Thorne, Miguel Santana de Silva, Dave Lumsden, Drew Smith, and Johnny Weand. Oh. Oh. David Lopez. Hmm. Joe Foster. Christina Navarro. Wade Norcross. Oh Trevor Marine. Kelsey Stone. Hi, this is Kelsey Stone with the weather. <laughs> Cody Matheson. Karen. Diane Voyevodsky. Voyevodsky. Mm. Kevin Berg. Forrest. Matt Driggers. Whoa. Destiny. <laughs> ben Vaughn. Catherine Smith. Gary Thorne. John Toth. Trevor. <clears throat> Nick Cowling. Cody Robbins. Joy Richard. Samantha Spamer. Condiac. Katie Evans. KP Francisco. Ooh. Tori Mears. Ooh, Tori Mears. Kevin Conlon. Cooper Velocic. Megan Campbell. Christy, tap us a bye. They all sound like uh, pop singers or porn stars. <laughs> I love that. And, and there was a Ben in there. There's not a lot of Bens. I thought it was more not common a lot of Bens. Name. Isn't that strange? Haven't come across one Marcus yet. Isn't that not wild? One. Oh, this is this is a great name, Candy Janish. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh, Candy Janish. Uh, Jessa Jessa Serafini. Faith Latour, Robin. Sk- oh, Faith Latour, we met her in Chicago. She was a part of that fucking crowd. <laughs> Wonderful person. We love you, Faith. Robin Scamzer, Eli Hindman, Chris Stokes, Michael Winuck, Thomas Schumacher, Chris Schmidt, James Ashton Roper, Samuel John Swinburne, Dylan Tucker, Precious Creature. Oh, that's Oh, you are. Oh, yes. Well, you know, precious creature looks like me. <laughs> you know, but you are a precious creature. You are. I am. You are precious. Uh, Rich Colonna and Ashley Coven. Yeah. Andrew Coyle, Paul Barak, Angela Felton, Nolan H., Alana Watson, Saicio, Chad Stewart, Ludwig Holmstrom, Robin Hardwick, Brent. Ilaise, Kate Sabalo, Jesper Uldahl, Katie Guidry, Ben Thomas, and Amber Powers. Faith, you did not permanently scare me, though, just for the second. Mark Gertz, Michael Lysiak, 
Scott Owens, Ashley, Lori N. Wilson, Waco Weston Graham. Whoa. (laughs) That's a big big old South name. Waco Weston Graham. His name is Waco? Yeah. That's cool. Maybe Waco is like his nickname, like he's Waco Weston. Ooh. I love the name Waco. Is that true? Chris Sabella, Carly Volterscheidt, Shay Carly, Tori Mays, Tommy McKenzie, Cameron Kyote, Oyinkin, Christine Fjord, Hadas Rosen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This is Mary Lewis coming in. Laurel Rose, Nathan Boltheimer, Boltemeyer, Boltemeyer. Okay, strong name. Stephen McKay, Krista Garrick, Dakota Mendoza. Ooh, Dakota's another good one. And Ben Laura. Now we're Ben La- Lara. Ben Lara. Got three Bens. And now we're now we're going to Bens. A lot of Bens here. There's too many of them almost. Monica Black. Caitlin Fatout, that's not pronounced right at all. Gianna Lupa, Cynthia, Cynthia Buckley, Lacey Peters, bon, Bonner Demling, not pronounced well at all. Caitlin <laughs> Allen and Dana Jacobs. Thank you so much. At David P, Andrew Miller, Sam Turner, Justin Davis, Parkus Marks. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> name. James Casatari. You imagine there's a in another world there's a Parkus Marks and he's got great teeth mm-hmm. and he stands up yeah. straight. But he's like short and Asian. <laughs> Daniel Badams. Carolina Jerzik. Joe DeTorve. Kristen Joshua Rojo. Sean Lockton and Brock Randolph. I love it. Wow. I'm done. Oh, oh you're I'm done? Out. Oh, okay. Well, we got a couple of more here. We're going to go right on to Katie Campbell, Alex Swindle, Alexandra Swindle. Oh, that's a, that's a family. Or maybe it's the same person, unless they named their son <laughs> Alex and their daughter Alexandra. Which in which well, case, They could is, have. They can. Yeah. People can do that. I know. You can name your kids whatever you want. And technically, you, you're their master. Uh, Jack Mead, Krista Maney, John P., Casper Pouncing, uh, Pouncy, Omar Maguka, M- Maguka? I don't M U G I C A. It's Maguka. M U G I C A. Let me see that. Is it Maguka? You. I don't know how to say. I M U Mugisa. Mugisa. Oh, but you're just silencing the C. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's probably how it's pronounced. Yeah. It's well, not only Mugisa. M-U- or Mujica. M- Mujica. Probably it's not Maguka. I don't know. All right, give it back. Good Lord. If you do have a name that you know I'll mess up, maybe put a little pronunciation there. Uh, Catherine Fugati, Jacob Med, Alexa Alexa Carlson, Katie Parker, and Hallie. I got uh, Jolette Bastien, Trevor Alford, Megan Schmelzenbach. Oh, I love it. Craig Noonan, Teresa Baxter, Liz R., Vicky Pearson, Laura Porritt, Matthew Patton, Chrissy Ruel Arundel, and Nimara Lee Braun, H E Burr. It's there's a Nama, there's two A's in a M A A R A A L E E. Nimara Lee, H E Burrows, Christina Giovanelli. Ryan Holiday and Allison Petty Grove. All right. Uh, we got Joss Evans, 
Anthony, Daniel Sorensen, Paul Kuletta, Jim Renzi, Nicholas Vanderheiden. Ooh. Uh, For a second there, you sounded like what's his name from the, the old days from Saturday Night Live. Nick Vanderheiden. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and now a musical guest, Andy Kaufman's ghost. Okay. Mark Ostrowski, Matt Gaines, Russell Hull, Nicole Sabella, Elena Calabro, Nicole Jones, Ethan Lutsky, Jasmine Jones, and my final, but uh, not, well, but I think the most important last name because I have one of these, Megan Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what happens when you lose a lot of weight. You get a little penis. Is it, is it really penis? It's Megan Penis. Yeah, you remember that. It's penis. Let me see that. It's on the top. I read it. I, I did it on purpose. Maybe it's panis. It's penis. It's P A N U S. have this. Panis? Penis? I got Trent Casperis, Matt Braxmeyer, Sickle Best, Stephanie May, Valerie Myers. Olivia Rivera, Megan Gardner, Noel Cummings, Matt Junker, Dylan Grady, Jenna Wally, Brian Levy. Brian used to work for us here at Cave Comedy Radio. Really? We he, love him. He's very funny on Twitter. Jennifer Register, Kristen Meyer, and Lena Eckerblom. All right, and that's been this week's <laughs> the Patreon shout Don't you I'm sorry. We just. I don't Why know what. Why would you let that get in there? Yeah, you're the one who introduced us to Holden, okay? <laughs> Technically, this is all your fault. If it you would, start, if you would like to hear me. what we're talking about, go listen to the Roundtable of Gentlemen. Good. And thank you yeah. so much to everybody who gave to our Patreon. We so very, very, very much appreciate it. Uh, and again, if you want to get a shout out, patreon.com slash slash podcast on the left. Awesome. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. And hail thank you for your gifts and thank yourself for yourself. Yes. Magustalations. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.